the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Lady, the Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Jeremy House in Washington. Dozens of National Guard troops from South Carolina were seen checking out of their Washington, D.C. hotel shortly before President Trump tweeted he was giving the order to withdraw guard forces from the nation's capital. The city's mayor called on Mr. Trump last week to withdraw outside forces amid days of largely peaceful protests. Also on SRNews.com, Tropical Storm Cristobal is bringing heavy downpours to parts of the U.S. Gulf Coast as it continues advancing toward the region after having spawned a tornado in Florida. The National Hurricane Center's Eric Blake says they expect four to eight inches of rain. This type of rainfall can lead to flash flooding and widespread flooding on small streams, as well as significant uh, river flooding later this week along the central Gulf Coast and Mississippi Valley. Authorities say a Northern California sheriff's deputy was killed, two other law enforcement officers wounded when they were ambushed by a suspect who was a member of the U.S. military. This is SRN News. Dennis Prager fights to get life back to normal. I'm telling you folks, this is the greatest battle in America since the Civil War. You must voluntarily go out of business. A part of its physical survival. And I never talk that way. I'm against the existential threat language of the left. Everything's an existential threat. But if you scare people enough, fear is the motivator. The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot intelligent radio with a significant amount of you working from home these days we just want to remind you it's as easy as ever to tune in and listen to the patriot we're on iheart TuneInRadio.com, our website our free mobile app and even your smart speaker just past two o'clock on this sunday here in the twin cities let's take a look at your forecast from the great plains windows and doors weather center we've got mostly sunny skies today we reach a high of 87 and we got our two brad carlson show of the northern alliance radio network starting right now here on the patriot Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. And Bob the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with hour number two of the broadcast we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Just use hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N show for any comments or questions. And if you'd like to check us out on Facebook, feel free to do so. Just go to Facebook.com, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And as always, we appreciate your support. And I'm assuming you've liked our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page if you haven't already. Please do so. 
So anyhow, we are going to uh, move on. We did have a uh, caller patiently holding. Always appreciate callers that hold through those especially long breaks. So we'll get to the caller right away. Darren from Invergrove Heights. Darren, I appreciate your patience. Uh, You are on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Good afternoon, Brad. And I just want to say I love your show, by the way. Thank you. Anyway, what I'm calling about is I want to be careful how to say this because, one, the topic is as white-hot as can be. Two, if we're not going to do a rush to judgment, I think that it's, it's only fair to say that we should not rush to judgment on the police officers. Now, I get it. I saw the video, and my immediate response was, good Lord, guys, why couldn't you just put him in the back of the car and just let it be? I don't know what's going to happen from that, but I think walk a mile in somebody else's shoes trying to be a police officer in the hate cop environment that started under Obama, to be honest. I I just think, what are we going to end up with? Good people that will not be police officers because they're afraid to be called a racist, a killer. I'm not saying what they did was right at all, but I'm saying, shouldn't we wait until the facts are in instead of the media, which, like you said, all of a sudden now, coronavirus is not that important because people are out rioting. I don't say protesting. I say rioting. Some of them protesting, yes. But the damage that has been done to Lake Street in Minneapolis, this, and it, it is, I can't even comprehend it. I and mean, I think it is wrong for anybody to come to a rush of judgment and think that it's, it's just okay. The police, all four of them should be killed. Come on. It's like just walk a mile in their shoes. I've seen videos on YouTube of a police officer doing the right thing, according to the civilian population, asking a guy to please stop, please stop, please stop. The guy turns around with a gun, shoots him seven times, and he's dead. Now he's got a widow, three kids, and that is just one example that could be a thousand. I just wish that we could just wait until all the facts are in and then say, okay, if these guys are bad, then fine, they go down. But it, 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 ay, 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 it is a difficult, I don't know. And I, I agree with you. I think that, what do you do? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, thanks, Darren. Appreciate the uh, appreciate the phone call. This is a, Yeah, and that's an issue that I've been concerned about as well, which you just touched on, is that someone had mentioned there was a good number of cops who were eligible for early retirement, Minneapolis police that took it, and others have resigned. And so now you already had a city, city of Minneapolis who was understaffed, I mean, the last couple of police chief, police chiefs have said that, and now you're getting a lot of early retirements, resignations, and then who's going to want to go in the business? And plus, uh, to be fair, you've had police officers from around the country said, "Yeah, that was probably not the right uh, uh, action to take, kneeling on the back of someone's neck." You know, we need to, you know, protect and serve above all else. And if someone says they can't breathe, you know, we have to readjust our tactic, and that's something that's going to be brought up in trial. But yeah, all the all the salient points you make there and i think is are going to be addressed in the trial at least i hope they are and um uh, it's it yeah the whole defund police i'm not down with that and boy mayor uh jacob for got shamed for saying he's wanting severe reforms but not defunding and uh i i just i just would want to ask those who support defunding police what's how do you expect to keep peace in your city is crime su- going to suddenly dissipate because there's no police? I, I'm i asking. I don't know. I doubt it. Okay? Because, you know, we're still human beings and still susceptible to human emotions and, you know, 
exterior influences that lead to some bad decisions. Okay, lack of police isn't going to change that. So I don't know. I uh, if a friend of mine said the other day on on Facebook, you know, hey, go ahead and defund the police, and all the law-abiding citizens who live in Minneapolis should just um, move out of there, let it descend into anarchy, and see what kind of city you have after that. That's for sure. So uh, we obviously heard from a lot of elected officials last week in the aftermath of the rioting. This most severe rioting took place on uh, Friday. And you had Governor Tim Walls, I think it was a Saturday morning press conference, said, well, just to be clear, a lot of the rioting that has ensued has occurred from a lot of people out of state that want to take advantage of the opportunity of the chaos in the streets. So what was it? Was it what we figured? 80%? 80% are from outside forces? And just the smell test will tell you that that didn't seem quite right. And as time has gone on, even Governor Walls came out and said, yeah, I got a little ahead of my skis on that when I said 80%. I just, well, yeah, I just didn't want to believe that someone from Minnesota, because, you know, we're one Minnesota. I just couldn't believe, didn't want to believe that someone here, a group from here could commit those kind of atrocities. Well, yeah, okay. Um, Ed Morrissey, Northern Alliance Radio Network alum, wrote a terrific piece at hotair.com entitled Drug Cartels, White Supremacists, Outsider Arrests, Minnesota Elected Officials' Worst Offenders for Riot Misinformation. And, of course, Ed still lives here in the Twin Cities. I um, lives down uh, in the Egan area, if I'm not mistaken. Said, uh, much of what people heard about the nature and sources of rioting in the Twin Cities turned out to be false. And much of that, the Star Tribune lays out in a stinging after-action report came from Minnesota's elected leadership, who should have known better than to spe- spread unverified rumors, from drug cartels to Confederate flag-waving truck... Tr- oh, my God. I, drug cartels to Confederate flag-waving truck driver all the way to white supremacists, official channels from the governor's office on down made matters worse. And again, Ed links to the... Star Tribune story, uh, St. Paul Mayor Melvin Carter apologized Saturday for saying every single person we arrested last night was from out of state after data showed most were from Minnesota. The mayor said he received inaccurate figures before the briefing and has taken further steps to safeguard our ability to provide relevant and accurate information. Or he just wanted it to be true and ran with it. Because I guarantee you, if it was something that he found objectionable to his worldview, he wouldn't have ran with it. I'm just saying, Uh, even Governor Tim Walz, who criticized Ryan Winkler's now deleted tweet as not helpful, had to walk back some statements as he gave as he led state's response. Yeah, Ryan Winkler, um, he's the House Minnesota House Majority Leader. And by the way, he's running unopposed this November. So I get it. He lives in a very left leaning Suburban District, First Ring Suburb, Golden Valley, St. Louis Park, that area. Not even having a Republican opponent. That's disgraceful, but that's neither here nor there. Ryan Winkler, when you're the tanker truck, you heard about the tanker truck that uh, was going up 35W North where all of the protesters were on Sunday evening. Well, apparently uh, the freeways were to close at 5 o'clock in anticipation of that. Well, the truck driver did not see any barriers, did not see any signs, and the Minnesota Department of Transportation has confirmed there were none. 
So he's driving up there, and imagine his surprise when all of a sudden, as he gets up near 35W, close to where U.S. Bank Stadium is off to the, uh, to the west, just west of there, he sees all these people on the freeway. And all of a sudden, people are freaking out. It's like, oh, my God, here comes a tanker truck. It's going about 60 miles an hour. And he has to all of a sudden stop on a dime because, like, oh, my God, there's people on here. He wasn't, he wasn't aware. And it turns out he's a, a, a Croatian immigrant, didn't speak very good English, if any at all. And kudos to the protesters. There were some that were going to want to physically uh, beat this guy because they thought he was trying to run over their protest. Well, in actuality, he was just shocked to see people on a freeway. I mean, if you're going on a freeway at 60 miles per hour on a Sunday evening, you don't expect to see thousands milling around on there if you don't really know what's going on, right? And if there, especially if there aren't barriers closing the freeway which apparently from where he was coming, there weren't. So there were a number of protesters who protected the guy saying, hey, we can't do this, we can't do this. It's, a, it's very obvious this was a mistake because he slowed down. Here's the thing. If you're going to ram a bunch of protesters, why do you stop? You just run them over and go on, right? So obviously there was nothing nefarious in the minds of this truck driver. So Ryan Winkler, again, the House Majority Leader here in the state of Minnesota, Puts out a tweet saying something along the lines of, oh, I heard, a, uh, I heard from a source that there was a Confederate flag decal on this uh, truck driver's cab. You know, ah, just, just go with the anonymous source, huh? Well, then, obviously, he deleted that tweet, and even Governor Tim Wall said, yeah, that, that wasn't helpful. And there were some people that posted on social media is like, ah, you know what? I, I expect Ryan, I expect better of Ryan Winkler. Well, I sure as hell don't. Ryan Winkler, the guy who once called a black Supreme Court justice an Uncle Thomas, the guy who just two months ago, while Senator Scott Jensen was giving a statement at the Capitol about insulin legislation, flipped him off in full view of a camera. You really, you expect better of someone like that? Because I don't. But again, he just, he just contributed to all this discourse. And I'll read more from the uh, Star Tribune story. Uh, Rumors and false claims about the aftermath of Floyd's death surged over the past week, fueled largely by social media. Media research company Zignal Labs has tracked more than 1.7 million mentions of misinformation related to Floyd's death on May 25th and subsequent protests. Some top state officials have expressed concerns that some disinformation is being deliberately spread. But public officials are not immune. In Minnesota, unconfirmed reports about dr- drug cartels. What are we in Breaking Bad now, for God's sake? Drug cartels? It's a great show. And <laughs> that's just my two cents. Probably I'm the greatest show of all time. Yeah. I'm not going to deny that, but oh my God. You know what, Brad? Uh, unconfer- I, I'm just really Go thankful, ahead. if you don't mind. I'm just so happy nobody got hurt on the bridge yes um it's a miracle to me that nobody got hurt on the bridge considering he didn't know what was going on and neither did the protesters because brad if somebody did get hurt or even worse killed that would have only intensified everything that's going on in the twin cities and it would have made for a probably another chaotic weekend a series of events and that probably would have amplified through across the country too so Honestly, it's it's amazing that we were that close to really having things just explode on a level that we couldn't even fathom. You know, my wife and I, we went to an impromptu prayer service at our church in Fridley, and they said 6 p.m. tonight we're going to have a prayer service in the parking lot. Everybody, you know, please, if you can, wear face masks, but definitely stay socially distant. We're just going to have a one-hour 
prayer service. And as we got started at 6 p.m. Sunday, our pastor said we just got breaking word that a uh, semi-truck had crashed into a group of protesters that were on 35W. And I I just, yeah, immediately uh, just fell to my knees. And we all pretty much did, first and foremost, praying for those people. And then we moved on with our prayer service, praying for the, you know, the greater uh, situation that was taking place regarding race relations and the aftermath of the George Floyd death. And yeah, as m- when my wife and I got to the car after the ser- prayer service was over, she immediately scoured the news and found out that it didn't appear anybody was injured. And yeah, we're very grateful for that. Yeah, that's no doubt about it, because this was a big tanker truck. Yeah. And uh, and it turns out that uh, the, the gentleman, is, again, is a Ukrainian, or uh, right. I think a Croatian immigrant. And wife is eight months pregnant, didn't speak very good English, and, you know, because he was going to be, uh, and he was held for a few days, so couldn't work, and he was ultimately released without charges. And uh, I guess this woman made a plea, you know, we need some support here, and, and hopefully they got the uh, support they needed. But we'll come back a little bit more, uh, just some of the just disinformation that did not help the situation. And this is what happens when you cling to a certain worldview, and if a if information supports your worldview that you're just going to run with it and take basically no responsibility. Like Ryan Winkler said, wow, you know, I was from, from a source. I guess I just shouldn't have trusted the source. Yeah, you think? You know, if it sounds a little too crazy uh, to actually be true, yeah, you might want to do a little more uh, digging into that. So 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. Hi, this is Jay Farner, CEO of Rocket Mortgage. Making the right financial decisions has never been more important. We can help guide you to those right decisions now when they matter most. Mortgage rates are near historic lows. So when you call 8338-ROCKET or visit us at rocketmortgage.com to start your refinance, you'll be well on your way to saving money every month. The rate today on our 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 3.375%, APR 3.59%. Right now could be a great time for you to take some positive financial steps forward with a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, which could give you the boost that you're looking for. In addition, we may be able to help you refinance with little or no out-of-pocket costs. At Rocket Mortgage, we're committed to every client, every time, no exceptions, no excuses, giving you the best mortgage experience. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com to learn more. Rates subject to change. Pay 1.875% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Attention, this is a real estate ad. If you are thinking of buying or selling, please listen closely. My name is Alex Hartman of REMAX Results. I am a like-minded, loyal listener to this radio station. I have a proven track record of results, having sold thousands of homes over 30-plus years. But most important, in this day and age of big real estate teams pushing crazy gimmicks and guarantees, when you call me, you get me and only me. No gimmicks, no anonymous team members, just one-on-one service and results. When you work with me, you can rest assured the buck stops right here. I have your back. I'm the only agent you communicate with from start to finish. I'm 100% accountable to you. 
So if you're thinking of buying or selling this season and you like the idea of working with an agent who shares your views, an agent who will work diligently on your behalf every step of the way, then call me today for a free no-obligation consultation. Just go to ResultsByAlex.com. ResultsByAlex.com. I'm looking forward to speaking with you. Again, that's ResultsByAlex.com. Energy-efficient windows. Installing a new water heater. A kitchen remodel. For years, checklists and to-do lists have piled up. You even made a list for all your lists. But now, the time has come to get things done. Introducing our half-off home makeover, where we're getting you the products and services you need for home improvement at 50% off the regular price. But these deals are only available through us and only available from the 10th to the 19th. So keep an eye on our social media and website for more details. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Welcome back, I'm 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance, me, Brad Carlson. Thanks for tuning in. Here's to the good life, or so they say all those parts. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Kills away in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. For any comments or questions. Continuing with Ed Morrissey's piece at hotair.com, talking about drug cartels, white supremacists, outsider arrests. Minnesota's elected officials' worst offenders for riot misinformation. Ed continues in this piece, uh, The problem now is that the lies went around the world before the truth got its boots on. Everyone heard the initial claims, but few have heard the walkbacks. To this moment, people in Minnesota are still convinced that the riots were instigated by white supremacists and boogaloos and or the drug cartels played a role in them. Despite later retractions from Carter and Walls, the impression that all of this was created by out-of-state agitators, boosted by Donald Trump after Carter's claim, remains firmly fixed. Uh, My friend Steve Shire told the Strib that bad information comes up in a crisis or a fog of conflict, as Stephen puts it. That, however, means public officials have to be more careful about what they share and have to ensure that the correction gets as much traction as misinformation. That's cert- uh, they're trying to make real-time assessments, Shire said. A lot of information is going to be fuzzy or false, and they have to correct it as they occur. That's certainly true, but these examples seem particularly egregious and slanted in one particular direction. It doesn't seem like an accident that the mayor of a very progressive city would want to amplify a narrative of outsiders as the cause of unrest, even though Carter could have easily checked with the police department before making that claim. Star Tribune checked it the next day and punched holes in Carter's claim. It, doesn't also, it also doesn't seem like an accident that the top-ranking Democrat in the state legislature rushed to Twitter to amplify rumors he heard from protesters about a truck driver intentionally hitting protesters while waving Okay, while waving Confederate flags and a white supremacist insignia. Okay. Um, I was just going off memory. I thought he just said that there was a white, <clears throat> excuse me, a Confederate flag decal. No, he said that he had a, Ryan Winkler said there was a source that showed the driver waving Confederate flags and white supremacist insignia. 
That turned out to be completely false as a truck driver was trying to make sure a black-owned gas station had enough fuel before the city shut down the highways. And it doesn't seem like an accident that our Democratic governor embraced all of these rumors as an explanation rather than the more obvious conclusion that anarchists, homegrown and otherwise, had exploited the protests to pursue an agenda and tactics we've seen we have uh, and tactics we've seen haven't seen since the WTO World Trade Organization riots in Seattle 21 years ago. So completely inexcusable and it's hard to lay this at the feet of Republicans because guess what? There aren't a lot of Republicans that hold levers of power. And this is the interesting thing to me and uh, Jason, I think we're going to have time to get to that Lawrence Jones uh, audio because this kind of weaves into what I want to say about that. So in the aftermath of the George Floyd tragedy, I've seen a lot of pleas uh, to be sure to vote in the 2020 election. Now, don't get me wrong. It, this isn't an outlandish suggestion by any stretch of the imagination. In fact, I echo the sentiment. Uh, but when it's the obligatory elitist virtue signaling crowd, you know, the demands to, you know what the demands to vote really mean. It means vote progressive. And definitely vote President Trump out of office. Well, here's the thing. The areas where police brutality, undermining of minority rights, etc., is the most pervasive are where? The major urban areas. An urban area like the Twin Cities, which, of course, was the location of George Floyd's death. And it's been represented by Democrats for literally multiple generations now. In fact, there was an interesting piece that came out I can't remember if it was City Pages, NPR, but since like the late 1950s, Jason, it's, it's non-zero. Guess how long, how many, uh, how long a Demo- or Republican has represented the city of Minneapolis in the last 60 years? It's non-zero. Hmm, the city of Minneapolis. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm trying to even think about how many mayors I can even name that have been the mayor of Minneapolis, and I don't think I can name the one that was even before R.T. Ryback. Um, Sarah so, Sales Belton. Oh, thank you. Um, okay, I'm going to say two. Two to what? Two Republican uh, mayors. No, how time, number, quantity oh. of time. Oh, how much time? I see, I see. Um, yeah. Four years. One day. Really? One day there was I don't remember the the context of the story, but there was some technicality where a Republican stepped in and was mayor for one day. Wow. In the last 60 years. So my point is uh, the city of Minneapolis and St. Paul, literally multiple generations have been represented by Democrats. A Democrat has not lost a statewide election in Minnesota since 2006. And if the DFL has a net gain of just two seats in the Minnesota Senate, they will literally control all of state power or all levers of power in the state government like they did in 2013 and 2014. And that's assuming the Dem majority maintains their significant edge in the House. So my point is, those who are making the loudest calls for change in policy in order to stop systemic oppression, they're advocating for electing the very same ilk responsible for bad policy in the first place. And there's no more crystal clear... This is no more crystal clear than virtually every single DFL candidate putting gun control in their top three, if not their top most important issue, specifically red flag laws. 
which you've heard Reverend Christopher talk about on this very show, will disproportionately affect black people. And this is what shocked me. Sean King, far-left black activist, came out on Twitter, basically said the very thing, same thing I just said. He said, stop generically telling us to vote in response to all the police brutality we have right now. Yes, we should vote, but we have to be very specific. Democrats from top to bottom are running the cities with the worst police brutality in America right now. And we voted for them. So uh, Lawrence B. Jones, African-American uh, commentator on Fox News, uh, had some very uh, pointed comments, something that we in the Northern Alliance Radio Network have talk, been talking about for a long time. It's a little over a minute. So, Jason, we have that clip. Lawrence Jones on Fox News. Because we aren't on the ground, and I mean Republicans on the ground, we talked about this a little bit on the show. We are always on defense when it comes to the issues that the left talks about the black community. So, for example, the issue is not just police shooting. It's about, you know, what happens on the ground in the police department. So with the Ferguson report, you saw that it was big government in there and they were literally policing for profit. When you look at uh, Minneapolis, mm -hmm. you see in the police department where there with the stops and the use of force that when it comes to black Americans, it's a big problem there. So instead of people on the right saying, you know what, this is our plan. Like, for example, get rid of the unions and put our policies in there. Uh, when people say systematic racism, yeah. when it comes to the education system, instead of being on the ground and say, you know what, here's school choice. People should not have to go to failing schools just because they live in the zip code. When people say that it's not safe in right. our community, instead of going into the community like Maj Toure does, a Republican and says, you know what, this is how you defend yourself. These are your rights. There is an answer for mm -hmm. every single thing, but because conservatives on a local level, I'm not talking about the president's national policy, all right? Local level is how you get things done. We never have a response. So we go back and forth on who's a bigger racist and who's not. There you go. And like Sean King said uh, in that tweet I read, Democrats have failed the city for a long time. There's been a vacuum, and Republicans, conservatives specifically, haven't filled it. And Mitch Berg has said on these very airwaves, ad nauseum, for pretty much since he's had the show since 2004, you need to start, conservatives, Republicans, going to talk to charter school parents. Those, like Lawrence said, they're having their kids in failing school systems. Those that are advocating for school choice, i.e. charter schools, go and talk to those parents and be an ally with them. Reverend Christopher talks about it all the time. We just want people to come in and listen to us. This isn't difficult, folks, and it's got to start now. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Brad Carlson, the closer, coming back with another six on the broadcast. Go nowhere. Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. I come from the doctor's clinic this morning, 28 staples out of my knee, and I am not taking painkillers. Why? Because I don't need to. I'm taking Relief Factor. Yes, it's a triple dose, but it doesn't have any negative side effects. And I am doing just fine. Thank you very much. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just nineteen ninety-five. That's less than a dollar a day. That's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Go right now. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. This is your opportunity to be the next success story. 
Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-482-8399. 800-482-8399. That's 800-482-8399. More and more these days, it feels like sports are losing out to hype. Who dissed who? Who signed the fattest contract? Who got busted for cheating? Lost 2 is the unique capacity sports have to inspire us, to unite us. Well, great news, sports fans. Sports are still being played for the right reasons. They're still as entertaining as they are character building. You just have to know where to find it. And you only have to look as far as your local Minnesota high school. You know, the place where the games are exciting, concessions are affordable, and the parking is free. Where the emphasis is on hustle and heart instead of hype. If you prefer real, honest-to-goodness sport played for all the right reasons, you'll find it at your hometown high school, High School Sports. Games are being played this weekend at a Minnesota high school near you. Okay, everybody, who's in? This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Welcome back. Employed and Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. That's the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Hashtag Narn Show, hashtag N-A-R-N Show. For any questions or comments, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. I want to take a little uh, shift. We don't uh, haven't talked a lot of sports on this uh, show because, well, there isn't any. <laughs> what, what are sports, these sports you speak of, Brad? I have yeah. no idea what you're talking about. I mean, I guess the NBA is going to start getting going. Baseball seems as far away as ever, oh, and that's oh. most disappointing to yep. me. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, this isn't really about sports per se, but the kneeling during the national anthem has sort of the debate over that has been reignited because people are bringing up uh, Colin Kaepernick that saying, "Well, this this vindicates what Colin Kaepernick has been doing. He first took a knee back in the preseason of 2016. Well, actually, he didn't take a knee. His protest initially was sitting at the bench, well behind his teammates who were standing on the sidelines during the national anthem." And he uh, eventually joined his teammates and just took a knee during the national anthem, and that uh, put off a lot of people because a lot of people feel you should be respectful during the national anthem, stand, all of that, be respectful. And that's been a raging debate. And I went all the way back in my blog archives at bradcarlson.org because I remember I had a reaction to that when Kaepernick did his first protest. And I said back then, and I have been very consistent, literally from day one, that it wouldn't be my preferred method of protest 
to kneel during the national anthem or turn my back on the flag or sit well behind my teammates on the bench wouldn't be my preferred method of protest. But if Colin Kaepernick feels that he wants to get his point across, Godspeed. And I said as much back then in August of 2016, I basically said, you know what? He's probably aware that this could cause his endorsements to, to dry up to what little he had at that point. He was kind of, I think he was like in his fifth year as a starter. And I think he lost his job to Blaine Gabbert the year before, which kind of tells you you're kind of going backwards in your career. If you lose your job to Blaine Gabbert. Um, So that was kind of the thing back then. I said, well, he'll probably lose some endorsement deals, but if he believes in what he believes in, so be it. And look, the NFL had a policy to stand during the national anthem. And I think pretty much every team had it. Well, early on, it wasn't enforced. And then, after there was a lot of backlash from NFL fans, stoked primarily by President Trump, who believes you should stand during the national anthem, then the NFL tried to come up with some sort of agreement, I think, prior to either the 2018 or 2019 season. Okay, everybody has to stand during the national anthem. If you don't want to stand, that's fine. Just stay in the locker room till the anthem is over and then come on out. Well, then the obvious issue crops up. Hey, noticed uh, you stayed behind in the locker room during the National Anthem. What's up with that? So you're still going to be able to identify those who don't want to stand during the National Anthem. And it was just, as is pretty much everything under the Roger Goodell era of the NFL, was a complete crap show. I bring all this up to say uh, Drew Brees gave an interview earlier this week where he said he will never agree with people kneeling during the National Anthem, says it's disrespectful to the flag. And that was especially a very pointed comment just a week removed from the whole world seeing a black man being under a white police officer's knee and dying in police custody. And everybody coming out and saying, this is the thing Colin Kaepernick was protesting. Colin Kaepernick's assertion was black men are being murdered by police and they're not getting justice. And so everybody said, wow, this, this shows what Kaepernick's been protesting. And Drew Brees came out and said, I will never agree with anybody kneeling during the flag. Well, whenever you run afoul of the social justice mob, uh, you are going to have to pay a price. And the price is no less than 100% capitulation. It's not enough to apologize, okay, because social justice is secular leftism that's what it is and if you don't adhere to their worldview then you're canceled that's that's the uh, that's kind of the word these days we're canceling drew Brees. so of course drew Brees, uh you know some of his teammates particularly uh right receiver michael thomas and defensive end cam jordan some of the more uh, uh active uh, african-american players on his team active in their communities uh, took issue with it, and right away, before the NFL season starts, the New Orleans Saints has a divided locker room, and I, I couldn't help but be amused at some of the social justice warriors. Oh, boy, the Saints, they've had three straight years where they've lost in the playoffs on the last day. They deserve to have their heart, or last play. They deserve to have their heart broken, ripped from their chest, and stomped on every playoff, every playoffs now. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of amusing, because, of course, two of those three playoff losses were at the hands of our Minnesota Vikings. So... Uh, I'll read from this USA Today story. New Orleans Saints quarterback Drew Brees took to Instagram Thursday night 
to expound on his apology from earlier in the day for his comments on protesting during the national anthem. Those comments were widely criticized throughout many corners of the sports world. Said Breeze in the video apology he posted, I know there's not much I can say that would make things any better right now, but I just want you to see in my eyes how sorry I am for the comments that I made yesterday. I know that it hurt many people, especially friends, teammates, former teammates, loved ones, people I care and respect deeply. That was never my intention. I wish I would have laid out what was on my heart in regards to George, the George Floyd murder, Ahmaud Arbery, the years and years of social injustice, police brutality, and the need for so much reform and change in regards to legislation, and so many other things to bring equality to our black communities. I am sorry, and I will do better, and I will be part of the solution, and I am your ally, and I have no words will do that justice, and I know no words will do that justice. Uh, protests across the United States have erupted following the death of George Floyd, black man who died while in police custody on May 25. However, in an interview with Yahoo Finance posted Wednesday, Breeze was asked about the possibility of protests during the national anthem at NFL games this season. He said, I will never agree with anybody disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Is everything right with our country right now? No, it is not. We still have a long way to go. But I think what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart is it shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together, we can all do better, and that we are all part of the solution. Now, I saw a quote from that interview when it came out, and I knew exactly, exactly how this was going to play out. Mm -hmm. That he was going to be forced to apologize, and it was going to have to be nothing less than 100% capitulation. And again, the things he said in his apology are not wrong. Yeah, this country still has a long way to go in, in race relations. And yeah, this country still needs to enact some significant reforms with municipal governments. But like I said in the last segment, um, some of those are bringing in uh, different elected officials, but you keep electing this people the same ilk. So some of those who are pointing fingers, they're three-pointing back at you. Okay. But that's neither here nor there. The point is, I saw exactly how this was going to play out. And Colin Kaepernick's protest got dragged back into it, and Kaepernick looked prescient. He looked, uh, you know, uh, prophetic. This is exactly what he has been protesting, and it drags that whole issue back into the forefront. And then, of course, the president has to weigh in and says, no kneeling. And um, Drew Brees said, no, 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 Mr. President. We, 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 have to, uh, we have to have respect for all sides. And here's the thing. I've said a million times it's not my preferred form of protest. And my thing is, you're basically disrespecting the symbol, not the country itself, but the symbol of, the, of, that, what, of what that represents, which is the United States of America, where people died to give you your First Amendment rights to say what you, what you want to say. And here's what people don't understand. A lot of people, they don't understand or they don't know the backstory because the issue has been hijacked to it disrespecting the flag. And I... I, I wish President Trump would just not weigh in on this because he's not helpful. No, he's not. This. No, he's not. And honestly, and, uh, I don't know if you mentioned him, Brad, because I was just on the phone with somebody really quick. Um, if you want to know anything about any of the protesting in terms of kneeling for an, like any athlete, the guy you got to listen to is Nate Boyer. 
Uh, Nate Boyer yeah. has been at the forefront from the very beginning. He actually even mentored Kaepernick in terms of uh, how Kaepernick wanted to uh, promote this form of protest. And I don't know if it was organically Boyer's idea to do the kneel or not, or if, like maybe they came together. Yeah, and it was. To, it was his? Okay. I'm, yeah. forget, I'm familiar with the story, and that's what I was going to bring up, is because people don't understand the origin of this. Yep. Because like I said at the outset, Kaepernick's initial protest was to sit at the bench well behind his teammates who were standing on the sidelines. And Nate Boyer reached out to him, former Green Beret. Mm -hmm. And Colin Kaepernick was openly nervous when the two met. Thought Boyer, this you know Green Beret, was going to unload on him. Mm -hmm. And he basically said to him, he said, look, Colin, I risk my life in conflict to protect the freedoms we have today. And that includes your ability to speak out on the issues about which you're passionate. But here's what I would suggest. It looks incredibly divisive when you're sitting behind the bench, you're sitting back on the bench behind your teammates, you're putting them in a bad spot. You love your teammates, right? These are brothers. You're playing alongside them in a brutal game. And that shows incredible disunity with your teammates. So what I would say, here's a compromise. Be amongst them on the sidelines. But if you still want to carry on your protest, just take a knee. Kneel. Kneel next to him. At least you're with your teammates, and that is a good look. And then you're still able to protest what you want to protest. How about that? And obviously Kaepernick acquiesced to that and took that under advisement, and he's been kneeling ever since. So it was a United States Green Beret who advised Colin Kaepernick to kneel. So if you want to sit there and say that kneeling during the national anthem is unpatriotic. Go ahead and say that if you want, but just know the origin of the story. Just know why Kaepernick was kneeling. It was on the advice of a green beret. Yep. And for me, it's Are they pretty patriotic. I think so. Yeah. And for me, it's just people got to understand that. Yes. The flag in the national anthem can mean something to you. It can mean, you know, the patriotism you want it to mean. It can mean, you know, even from a familiar standpoint, because, you know, maybe you had a grandfather who fought in World War II, and so you find meaning in that because he did as well. But you just got to understand that there's other people in this country that interpret it a different way. And the way you look at the flag and what it means to you and what the national anthem means to you varies from person to person. It's not set in stone exactly what the definition of what it's supposed to represent. We uh, can wrap this up. Uh, the final segment of the show coming up, Mere Moments, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Uh, Jim Suhan didn't read the piece, but apparently he suggests in order for uh, Minneapolis to make up for all of the ills that it has caused with the George Floyd death, they had to sign Colin Kaepernick as a gesture of goodwill. The Vikings should, that is. You agree or disagree? We'll come back in Mere Moments on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. AM 1280, The Patriot. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include am1280thepatriot.com, our free app, and radio.com. Are you looking to promote healthy lung function? Quantum Nutrition Labs has exciting news. Our lung support is back, and it's better than ever. This comprehensive botanical formula featuring bromelain, N-acetyl-L-cysteine, and organic cranberry is designed for optimal lung support. Call or visit us online to get yours today. Call us at 512-641-5628. 
888-500-5628 or visit us online at qnlabs.com. That's qnlabs.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Bob Marshall, PhD, host of Healthline. Tune in to get your questions answered and hear the latest breakthrough information for you and your family. Our product line, Quantum Nutrition Labs, delivers what others only promise, nutrition that really works. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Send free e-cards from the largest online Christian greeting card site, CrossCards.com. Find thousands of cards for every occasion, birthdays, holidays, anniversaries, or just to let someone know you care. Brighten someone's day by sending an e-card from CrossCards.com. Welcome back. AM twelve eight of the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. One final segment of the broadcast. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. Power-packed show. So much to get into, and uh, it always goes by way too fast in this era of COVID. And then on top of that, all of the social unrest taking place in our country, in our world, for that matter. But I left off by talking about the uh, Star Tribune um, sports columnist, uh, Jim Suhan, who is just so insufferable. I quit following him on Twitter and don't read his columns much anymore because the guy, he could literally take the exact opposite position that he took months earlier and churn out a column. So nice gig, you know, not a bad gig, I guess, if you can get it. But uh, uh, he wrote a piece entitled, A Strong Statement is Needed, and the Vikings signing Colin Kaepernick would do it. Uh, He basically says signing Kaepernick would signal the Vikings care about social justice and that the NFL acknowledges its wrongful blackballing of a talented quarterback, it would also make football sense. Well, this idea that the Vikings don't care about social justice, I don't know that they've ever done anything uh, to give that indication. Now, none of their players have ever knelt during the National Anthem. In fact, uh, Robert J. O'Neill, he was the one who fired the kill shot on Osama bin Laden, Back in 2011, remember he came here in 2017 to blow the Gallahorn just before the uh, uh, game and do the skull chant. He said the only reason he came is none of the Vikings knelt during the national anthem. Otherwise, he wouldn't have come and done that. So it is important to some people whether that protest is, is legit or not. Again, 
there are opinions on all sides of that. Personally, here's my thing. Uh, I vehemently disagree with uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick's uh, politics because he calls this, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I believe police brutality. Don't be dumb. All right. I understand why he made the protest he does, but he undermined his own protest when A, he wore socks donning, uh, where he donned socks that uh, had pigs caricatured as cops. You know, he had pigs on his socks and he had cop hats. I'm basically saying all police officers are pigs. That's just a nonsensical statement and it's not helpful. And secondly, he calls America an oppressive country, but then lauds the Castro regime yep. for having high literacy rates and low recidivism rates uh, in its country. You know why they have low recidivism, recidivism rates in Cuba? Because prisoners are shot dead. You don't go to jail again when you're dead. And they don't spend a lot of money on prisons because it doesn't take a lot to maintain a gulag. So Colin Kaepernick is an idiot from that standpoint, and he undermined his own case, in my opinion. All that being said, I, as a football fan, can compartmentalize. <laughs> I think he'd be a better backup quarterback than Sean Mannion. Again, he hasn't thrown a pass in three years, Colin Kaepernick, but what he's been able to do on a football field and looks like he stayed in good shape, I, I, would, I would absolutely not be opposed to bringing him for a workout, and then if he stinks in his workout and says, eh, yeah, thanks, Colin, we'll pass. He hasn't even gotten a workout. Well, that's the other and thing, I, Brad. I mean, he, he, Colin's been like, uh, I, he's been, how should I say this? I don't know if teams have contacted or anything like that, but another way in which maybe Kaepernick has hurt his own image is that he seemed to demand a lot of different things from these teams in terms of just signing with them. Like he's trying to go above and beyond for them to cater to him too, to an extent. I, I don't know to the degree of that, but I know there's been rumblings of any team that's had rumors of being linked to Kaepernick that the main reason that the deal fell through is because he had a massive list of demands that the team couldn't reasonably uh, accommodate. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I think the one time he came closest for work to workout was with the Seahawks a couple years ago and they asked him look you're going to kneel during the national anthem and he didn't give a definitive yes or no and so they decided mm. not to bring him in mm. that's the closest he's come as far as the list of demands yeah I hadn't heard that I don't think if you're a football player and trying to get a job you're not really in any position to make these demands no okay you can you can certainly say hey I'd like to see these kind of uh contributions to causes of social justice, whatever, and certainly a team could take it under advisement, but I don't think you're in any position to make demands when you haven't thrown a pass in three years. But yeah, I would absolutely love to have him in uh, for a workout. And another thing that I would bring up is those who uh, oppose, I would love to see a Venn diagram, and I said this before, and by the way, I've gone on, I've gone back and into Twitter Remember when Sam Bradford got hurt after week one of the 2017 season when they crushed the Saints? <laughs> and we thought and it was all Case over. Keenum? <laughs> yeah, Case Keenum, like, oh, God. <laughs> I know. And then Case Keenum had the awful game in week two against Pittsburgh, and it's just like, I, I went on record on Twitter. This is early 2017, so Kaepernick hadn't been out of a job uh, any, it just for the first two weeks of the 2017 season. That was it. He, he had a job in 2016. But I, on the record on Twitter, and said, I would much prefer to have Colin Kaepernick as a backup than Case Keenum. Now, it turns out Case Keenum had an otherworldly season, a career season, and they got within a whisker of the Super Bowl. No one ever predicted that happening. But at the time, it made sense to bring in Colin Kaepernick for workout, and I embraced it, and I still embrace it. 
And I would love to see a Venn diagram of those who do not want Vikings fans, who do not want Colin Kaepernick on the team because he kneels during the national anthem, and those Vikings fans who welcome back Adrian Peterson with open arms after he <laughs> beat his kid. We'd love yeah. to see that Venn diagram because right. if you are embraced Adrian Peterson after committing a literal crime, but oppose Colin Kaepernick because he takes a knee during the national anthem. Again, you're right to have you. You have every right to have that worldview. I just question your moral code. Is all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do we uh, do we have time to take Mark's call? Mark, um, we only yeah. have about a we only have about a minute. Mark, I apologize. Ran a little mm-hmm. long. Uh, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Thanks for taking my call, Brad. Just real quick, you mentioned Ryan Winkler. Uh, he did more, in my opinion, than yell fire in a crowded theater. He actually lit the match and poured gasoline on it. What he did, it was disgusting. In a couple of years, I, I called you about the Colin Kaepernick narrative. Uh, you've had several studies. One, a black liberal economics professor from Harvard. You've had the, a black professor from Kentucky State. You've got Heather McDonald looking at it. There's not one study that shows uh, blacks are targeted by the police. In fact, it, it, uh, it's just the opposite. It's a, it's a completely false narrative. I call it a bigger hoax than the Russia hoax. It's uh, It's... You, you you can't find one study that 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 calls for that. So I I'm at a loss. I I felt that's yeah. a bigger hoax than the Russia hoax. And I'll hang up and listen. Thanks for the call, Mark. I don't know if I'd go that far. I think Colin Kaepernick was very specific about some African Americans who have been killed, and he felt didn't receive justice. I don't know if it's yeah. He may say that uh, police brutality disproportionately affects blacks, or you know, police killings disproportionately affects blacks. Whether that's true or not. I don't know, but I think he was targeting specific African-Americans saying they've been murdered by police and there's been no justice. And uh, I totally support him being able to uh, to protest that. No no doubt about it. Folks, I've enjoyed it as always. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Where do you go for the latest news and insight into what's happening in Minnesota policy and politics? Americans for Prosperity Radio. Join host Jason Flores for conversation about the issues that matter most and to get the knowledge you need to make a difference. From City Hall to the State Capitol to the Halls of Congress, we're pulling back the curtain and giving you an inside perspective on the economy, health care, education, and more. Americans for Prosperity, Saturdays at 4 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. We're here with another satisfied JTR Roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that we're offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. Did you know you were kicking in your mommy's tummy before you were born? We were? 
Yep, I just learned at school that babies move and kick before they're even born. No, no wonder we're so good at soccer. That's right, kids. A pre-born baby is moving about and even kicking just 14 weeks from conception. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of information and alternatives to abortion, or you'd like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773, 1-800-366-7773, or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. It's time to throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite AM 1280 to Patriot hosts in high quality with Alexa and Amazon Echo. 